that is of course Taylor Swift, the global sweetheart who seems to be getting credit and blame for pretty much everything in the world. But that's not why I'm talking about her. I'm talking about her because she announced earlier this week that uh, her era's tour is going to be streamed on Disney+. Plus. Great news for Tay fans. And I'm sure my next guest, John Fardy. John, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good now, thank you. Um, yeah, so Tay-Tay bringing the Eras tour to Disney+. Plus. So tell me this, is like, is that going to be a different show every night on Disney+, Plus, or is it one-off? No, it's one-off. So we all know that she is an absolute mastermind, right? Yes. And so during, I can't remember how many nights that, that the tour was filmed, but they had cameras filming all of the performances from different angles. Yeah. Then she released it in the cinema. Yes, which my wife and daughter went to see and loved. Uh, and then she posted on her Instagram during the week that she found the perfect streaming partner. Uh-huh. So in other words, she got a hell of a lot of moolah. And uh, yeah, she's going to bring it to Disney+. Plus. I hadn't heard that. That's interesting because there's a documentary, which I think she uh, sanctioned at all, Miss Americana, yes. on Netflix. Yes. So interesting. She's gone with Disney. She is. Yeah. My, that show, she's incredible. I know yeah. we probably have overload and all, but... She is incredible. I still don't have tickets when they were, I was saying to my wife and daughter. That's not a platform worry, for this. I'll sort them no. out. Still haven't yet. No, that's Are not- you listening? <laughs> Tay-Tay, if you're listening, chicken, will you just send John a few tickets? Uh, but anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk to you about. I wanted to find out what is coming up on screen time this evening. Which added a thousand listeners in this week's Jane Allure figures. Congratulations, Thank John. Thank you very much. I added five thousand, but anyway, not not. I apparently asked you with these handovers. It's just driving the it's driving the traction. So what I'm very excited about is there's a new series launched on Netflix on the eighth of February, which was Thursday of this week, called One Day. Yes, the beloved book all about this kind of well, you can call it romance, but a will they, won't they, and they you you see them on the same day every year over not a lifetime, but a period of time. And there's been a movie of that with Anne Hathaway, a good movie, and now they've turned it into a 12-parter on Netflix, mm. which I found absolutely delightful. And I watched the entire thing. I'm not joking to you. It was so bingeable. It's delightful. It's true to the essence of the book, more or less. Now, I hadn't read the book in about 15 years, mm. but my memory of it is it's very similar. I'm talking to the leads of that who are Ambika Maud and Leo Woodall, and they're great in it. And I'm also reviewing the week's new releases and a very inspiring is probably the right word if, if I'm not too wrong a Netflix documentary a short film 13 minutes long all about an unusual bond between a surrogate mother and an Irish lady one of whom happens to be Ukrainian a, a fascinating story so I'm talking to the directors of that I've been seeing the one day uh, publicity machine yes. and full flow on Instagram mm-hmm. and I'm very excited about this but you know what I always get a bit nervous when a book that I like is converted either to a movie or a TV show and it makes me happy to hear that it's kind of true to the book from what you can remember of the yeah, book Yes and my memory is a faulty thing As we know many yeah. times. But yes it is and you're right a beloved book you know you got to approach these things with cautions but I think they've done a great job and in a way this stands on its own because it's mm. 12 episodes long they're all about 30 minutes so it's long and it goes lots of different places but that feeling of these two people will they won't they, they, the actors and actresses capture brilliantly in this I think you know and there's this glorious feeling of leaving college and life being ahead of you because they meet at their last day in college there's a lovely feeling of the future's unwritten until it is written yeah I think it is it's a nice feel good break your heart but get you emotionally invested I yes, suppose yes, type thing absolutely it won't change your life but you'll smile Oh, that's all we need. Absolutely. Um, 
Do you know, talking of books that have become TV shows and movies, I had my niece up for a sleepover on Monday night because I was off on Tuesday. And we watched... Good to know everything. I'm just not on the DOS, just in case anyone was wondering. Uh, But we watched Harry Potter. And it blows my mind because she's nine mm. and she knows all the words from the movies. Like she, she's like a mini me. It makes me so happy. But I still don't love the Harry Potter movies, even though I watch them all the time. And even though I love the books, mm. are like are there how hit and miss are the conversions from book to movie or book to TV show? Very hit and miss. And there's probably more misses than there are hits because unfortunately what often happens is people go, oh, well, movie companies. This made lots of money as a book. Let's mm. try and turn it into a movie. And that often doesn't work. However, talking the Harry Potter thing, to my mind, so the Lord of the Rings, you know, talking about what you were talking about, when I read them as a teenager, they, you know, without overstaying, it probably changed my life in some way. I mm. absolutely adore them. And 20 years later, I remember going to see the first movie in the Peter Jackson trilogy, The Fellowship of the Ring. And I remember turning to my brother about 40 minutes in going, this is incredible. I to my, to my mind, that's the best ever because it was such, people were so prepared to be disappointed yeah. because there's such a fully realized world in the Tolkien books. What Peter Jackson did is incredible. It, it, it was beyond what people thought was possible. So to my mind, that's the best one ever. Okay, what would you suggest? Email me techtalk at newstalk.com. What is the best conversion from a book to a movie or TV show? And of course, you can hear more from John in just a few minutes. John, thanks so much. Thank you. Right, I promised before the last ad break that we would go through some of the emails that have come in to techtalk at newstalk.com. A quick reminder that every Tuesday here on Newstalk at about 11.40, I'm in with Pat Kenny answering your tech questions. You can send us a voice note on WhatsApp to 087 1400 106 or email me at com, and I will do my best to get through as many as humanly possible. Uh, so let me just pull up the mailbox here. Probably should have done it before now, but your look and your listen. Uh, Damien has been in touch and he says, Hi Jess, my wife and I have just moved into our first home. We're with Virgin Media and the signal is excellent downstairs, but there are numerous black spots when we move up to any of the bedrooms. What would you recommend to eradicate these black spots, please and thank you? Well, firstly, Damien, congratulations. Uh, I hope the move went well and was stress-free and all the rest. Uh, You've got a number of options when it comes to improving the signal at home. There are Wi-Fi extenders. So TP-Link is a brand that is widely available and very well regarded. Uh, You essentially plug a device into the back of your modem and then another one in a a part of the house where you've got no signal and it'll boost the signal um, and drag it around. Uh, My preference, however, would be a Wi-Fi mesh system. So there's a brand called Tendanova. Uh, They are pretty affordable and they work very well. It essentially creates a Venn diagram of connectivity around your house. So you won't have any drop-off points or black spots anymore. Um, As I said, they're called Tenda Nova. There's the MW3 for a smaller space or the MW6 for a bigger space. Uh, So there you go. You've got multiple options and I hope that helps. Uh, Another one, Neve Donnelly has been on to me. And she said, hi, Jess, I heard you talking to Andrea Gilligan on Lunchtime Live during the week and you were talking about your Apple Watch. I'm trying to get fit and I'm wondering if the Apple Watch is worth the investment. Is there much of a difference between the Apple Watch SE and the Apple Watch 9? Thanks so much. Neve. I am the biggest fan of the Apple Watch and I will say from the outset that 
I'm fully aware that they are an expensive piece of technology. I wear the Apple Watch SE, which my boyfriend bought for me. Um, and I have to say, I am obsessed with it. It's probably the reason why I've stuck with iPhone rather than moving to an Android device, uh, because I just find it motivates me. I understand and can read the data very clearly. So I like that immensely. Uh, in terms of the comparison between the Watch SE and the Watch 9. So the Watch 9 is the Notion's bells and whistles, top of the line version. It has a bigger screen. It has you know the always on display certain kind of uh, aesthetic differences to the Watch SE. Beyond that, it does have more sophisticated health measurement technology. So, for example, it would have an ECG monitor built in. Uh, That's not something that I'd necessarily need or want, which is why I'm delighted that I have the SE. The SE does everything I need in terms of monitoring my sleep, my steps, my exercise, uh, things like walk, steadiness and uh, like other bits and pieces that I don't even need, but I'm glad that they're there within the health app on my phone. If you're someone who is looking to monitor your day-to-day fitness rather than your overall health, I would go with the Apple Watch SE. If you are concerned or want that level of insight into your overall health, then the Apple Watch might be the one for you because, as I said, you can get the uh, ECG and a few other more sophisticated health monitoring services there. Regardless of what model you go for, I think you will like it a lot. If you are listening to this and you don't want an Apple Watch at all, but you do want a fitness tracker and you don't want to spend more than 200 quid, there are plenty of options out there for you as well. The Fitbit Charge 6 is one that I've recommended to pretty much every single person uh, who works here in Marconi House across all of the radio stations because it's around €160, if not cheaper, in certain retailers. It has the ECG, so that's the heart monitor that the Notions Apple Watch that costs 500 quid has. It's smaller, it's neater, it's uh, got all the fitness tracking stuff that you'd want because it's a Fitbit. But Fitbit is also now owned by Google, so it's got all the smart tech built in as well. So you've got a few options there, right? You've got the Fitbit Charge 6, which is around €106, if not cheaper. It'll give you very sophisticated health insights and is just neater. It looks less like a smartwatch and more like a fitness tracker. In the middle, we have the Apple Watch SE, which is the one that I have and ticks all of the boxes for what I'd need and want. And then you've got the Notions one, which is the Apple Watch 9. Uh, So I do hope that helps inform your decision in some way, shape or form. Uh, If you are looking for a product recommendation or if you have a specific tech query, email me techtalk at newstalk.com or you can send me a WhatsApp voice note to 087 1400 106. And that's it from me this week. Uh, If you missed any of the show, make sure you listen back in full on the Newstalk app powered by GoLoud. Just search for Tech Talk. Hit subscribe so you never miss a moment. I'll be back with Shane and Kira on Monday's Newstalk Breakfast. But in the meantime, have a great weekend.